This is a 980 CKNW podcast. It is a confusing day for Ontario voters as uh, Doug Ford appears to have won the Progressive Conservative Party leadership race to replace Patrick Brown. However, uh, well, there's just an awful lot still up in the air. Christine Elliott, the contender that came a very, very close second, has yet to concede. Or has she? we got to find out. And it's time to check in with Elise Mills, political analyst, joining us from Toronto this morning. Elise, hello. Hello. Good morning. How's the weather out there? I kind of miss home. Well, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's going to be just a gorgeous day. They say sunshine and 12 degrees here uh, on the West Coast this afternoon, Elise. Uh, Toronto th- this morning, uh, a state of confusion. Has Christine Elliott yet conceded a defeat? No, she hasn't. But just to give some context to the West Coast, uh, apart from it being a very long night last night, Doug Ford was pronounced the winner by the party executive. There was uh, a lot that, that so the there was counting, uh, there was auditing of it. No, it didn't look like I we had run it federally as a as a leadership vote. But the party has determined that Ford uh, that Rob or Doug Ford is the leader of the Ontario Progressive Conservative. Correct. Party. What Christine, if she wants to continue this, will have to do is take it to the courts. And I am very familiar with her co-chairs and her organization, and I have said to them, I think you're going to want to rethink that one because the party needs to unify. The other thing I want to mention, Sterling, is that it was her campaign that drove the idea that it had to be four weeks. It couldn't be six weeks. There couldn't be two more weeks uh, attached to this campaign. Right. And it was, it was Doug Ford that said, we would love to see another two weeks to the campaign for, for reasons that were involving, you know, members not getting their PIN numbers. Now, I will tell you, uh, you know, I had come in from Patrick Brown's campaign, and we were looking to mobilize our teams to support Christine or Doug, and one of the things we noticed was that we couldn't get out certain ethnic groups. Our Indo-Canadian vote uh, was largely suppressed based upon uh, the issues that were with voting, and those voters would have gone to Doug Ford. So I'm, I'm, I'm reminding Christine Elliott's people today that Doug Ford may have had a more decisive victory if they hadn't forced the four-week window, which brings up a whole bunch of other questions, Sterling. Absolutely, yeah. And of course, and, and much was made uh, in the wake of the announcement, which took forever in a day, uh, about party unity. It's the standard sort of stuff that comes out of any leadership race, pretty much anywhere, Elise. But this time, uh, it's more important than ever before because they turn around from this bizarre leadership race brought on by the bizarre departure of Patrick Brown only to turn around and fight a provincial election in June. There's not a lot of breathing room for disunity. No, that's correct. And if Christine's, Christine was running on a campaign narrative of unity and bringing the party back together, there is a simple formula, Sterling, to bring the party back together. Working with Patrick as his spokesperson and strategist for the crisis communication side after the allegations uh, were put out there, what we began, what I began to see was a group of people that were either incredibly um, incompetent uh, and or uh, negligent and at times malicious. And it is a small group that have been given a tremendous amount of power. And I think that uh, if we continue to this point where Christine will battle it, that will give absolutely nobody the opportunity to clean house. And the roots, I will say this, I was saying this the other day to party members, 
This is an amazing organization. At any given time of the day, you can lay almost 200,000 people up to speak your message. They've got almost 20 million in the bank. Uh, they've got 51% approval rating in the province, yeah. even though this is happening. So I think what Doug would like to do is be able to cut off the branches that are cancerous on this tree, allow the roots to, to get stronger and to, and, and to apply that experience and institutional knowledge uh, to his team so that you, we can get this organization up and on the tarmac and ready to campaign. And if Christine continues to rag the puck and not telling us whether she's going to go to court or not, it's just going to make it so much worse. Absolutely. Now, the uh, Win Liberals, uh, desperately in need of a replacement this summer, must be treating this outcome, however, as pretty much a gift from the election gods because Ford gives their team a lot to work with. I, I think that it, it, it would be very unfair to conflate the, uh, the, the leadership of Rob Ford with Doug Ford, the person. Oh, I think, I, think, I, I think, excuse me, Elise, I don't think they're going to even bother wasting much time on that. I think they're going to go after, after drawing a straight line from Doug Ford to Donald Trump. Well, that is, I, yeah, I can say this, and I'm sure there's people in Vancouver that would believe that line too, but until you're here, until you're on the ground... Uh, and, and, and I would exclude the Ottawa Press Gallery, too. Ottawa Press Gallery has no clue what's happening in Ontario. Ottawa's not Ontario. Mm-hmm. That group is a group that is, I've lived in Ottawa for many years at a time, and it's not the same. So don't go to your Twitter and start, you know, taking that information as truth. I'm telling you, the roots uh, and the rural and northern communities in Ontario have been ignored for 15 years. They're yep. angry, and, brought, and Doug Ford's message really resonates there. And I think there are key liberals this morning on all the talk shows saying that if the Wynn liberals fail to understand what the political magic or alchemy of the Ford brand is, that will be on their shoulders after this election. But, Sterling, the, the liberals are not going to win this next election. It will, be, uh, it will be up to the Ontario Progressive Conservatives to pull in a decisive win. The question now will be, you know, with, with Doug, whether he can continue to uh, hold tight to his messaging. He performed seamlessly during this leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not go off message. And right up to the last couple of days, while Christine Elliott was in the 416, Doug Ford was doing surprise appearances in Thunder Bay and other northern rural communities. Sure. Um, where hundreds were coming out for him. I mean, this is that's what we were seeing out here, and I think it's really hard for the press gallery in Ottawa who weren't on the ground to understand what was really taking place in the days. And, you know, up until, I would say, on Monday, the word was Elliot had, had this in the bag, clear and decisive. Sounded like it, didn't it? Yeah, but by Thursday, there was a change in the air. I could feel it. It was, I think it was International Women's Day, and yes. we ended up talking about Doug Ford's campaign instead because this huge push, and I could feel the energy, and if anything, it inspired me to be extremely excited about what I was going to see on the floor last night. I just wish I had seen the conclusion because I got out of there around 11 o'clock. Well, they had to chase everybody away because the room they had booked is, is due for a wedding today, and they needed to, to convert it to, and prepare it for the next guest, so the convention was over. Even though it wasn't, the, the, everybody had to leave anyway. Yeah, I know. I know. There were some rumors that it was actually happening that night, and I kept thinking, "Gosh, if I was the bride, I'd be horrified." No kidding. But, uh, yeah, but it was. I will say this: what I did also notice, um, and members were telling me this as I was walking through the hall. 
um, they were saying to me the one thing that they were really impressed by was that whatever that little group of people, whatever intent or, or sort of neglect they had given to the party, they were very aware that what they had was very precious. And unlike the last leadership campaign where Patrick Brown won, there wasn't that division. But what Doug Ford, my message to Doug Ford this morning on Twitter was, don't, don't do what my former boss, uh, Patrick Brown, did, which was sort of try and keep those people at bay, try and appease them a bit. You have to get rid of them because we can see what they get up to when you're not one of the insiders or one of those elites. And when they feel their power is diluted, uh, they will make your leadership a, a misery. And I think Patrick Brown um, has had that experience, I can say that. So I, it, it, it is something that Christine now has the power in her hands to be able to accomplish. If she really cares about this party, she will give, she will relent and allow uh, Doug Ford to take that leadership and do what he must do to get this party ready for the election in June. Absolutely. And another chapter begins, this time starring Doug Ford. Elise Mills joining us from the center of the universe with Inside Analysis this morning. Thank you for this. Terrific stuff. We appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you so much, and enjoy the weather out there. I'll be home hopefully soon. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a lovely day, Elise. You can count on it. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.